0: Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Coming up later, Build Back Better, take their demands to St Albans MP Daisy Cooper. Now, last week, St Albans District Council reported that it will be taking more than 100 actions to tackle the climate emergency and make St Albans District carbon neutral by the end of the decade. The initiatives are part of a sustainability strategy that has been developed over the past year by the council since they declared a climate emergency back in July last year. Councillor Chris White, leader and portfolio holder for Climate, Environment and Transport, joined me. Chris, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So, I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic and businesses are going bust, people are losing their jobs. Shouldn't the council be focusing on these issues? You can hear people saying, you know, why are we focusing on climate crisis when actually we've got all this to
1: deal with? Well, the council, of course, can do two things at once. In fact, it does many things at once, uh, like any local authority. Uh, And so whilst the pandemic is the number one issue we're facing here in October 2020, uh, that doesn't mean that we can put the climate emergency on one side, because that would imply that uh, the virus has sort of solved it for us. Uh, The the, the emergency is still there, the ice caps are still melting. Uh, And indeed, the the, the crisis around the globe is accelerating, if anything, and we have to continue to fight.
0: Okay. And how about, you know, we've heard that the council is a bit strapped for cash at the moment. Can you afford to take action like this right now?
1: Well, we can't afford not to. Uh, Yes, the council is strapped for cash and we're looking at uh, ways of making ends meet. That involves some government support, of course. Uh, Also changing the way we do things. We're going to have to be charging for some services which hitherto were free, Uh, But we reckon we can do that. The thing about most of the climate emergency measures is that they are actually not much to do with the council's budget. Uh, A lot of measures involve people taking action for themselves. And uh, just because there is a pandemic, it doesn't mean, for instance, that people shouldn't be going out there and planting more trees or putting more trees in their garden if they're lucky enough to have one.
0: Indeed. I mean, there is that point, isn't there, about the difference between uh, the council being carbon neutral and, of course, the district being being carbon neutral. Um, You know, even if the council achieves carbon neutrality by 2030, um, how are you going to um, help the rest of us achieve that aim as well?
1: Well, one particular thought on this is, of course, showing some leadership. If the council itself doesn't show some leadership, and, for example, uh, switch its own vehicles to electric, then uh, there's going to be a poor message going out as to how seriously we take it. And uh, a piece of good news today is that uh, our housing contractor who deals with housing repairs in in our uh, thousands of uh, council houses and leaseholders, um, they are going to be switching to electric vehicles by the end of 2022. And that's good news, and that's a good example. Uh, but uh, for for the rest of it, we've got, for instance, to, to make it easier for people not to consume fossil fuels. So if we, for instance, manage to persuade the county council uh, that there should be a blanket 20 mile per hour zone in residential streets, people are going to feel safer walking, uh, they're going to feel safer cycling, and they're going to feel safer having their children cycle, all of those things will lead to significant reductions in carbon. These are just examples, of course, but it's that sort of thing, make, making life easier for people to save carbon in every possible way.
0: OK. So there's the 100 actions is uh, you know, is what we're told that the council is doing. Can you just tell us a couple of the initiatives that we will be able to see around the district quite soon?
1: Well, we're getting the uh, uh, Solar Streets initiative going, whereby people can... Uh, 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 arrange more easily and slightly more cheaply to to get solar panels uh, on their homes and that was launched uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, You're going to be seeing when we do new developments for housing that there are electric charging points in in new developments so that's something that people will be able to see. Uh, So those are a couple Um, and you could add of course that some of the measures which uh, are controversial for instance the closure of streets in the town centre are giving a very strong message uh, that uh, shopping is done uh, on foot and that people should uh, feel free to wander around centrist Norbans and not worry about necessarily bringing in a car. Some people have got to bring in cars at the moment, uh, but but that's one of the things we're looking at. Um, we're also looking at, um, and this sounds very mundane and almost irrelevant, which is uh, residents parking proposals, like the current consultation uh, involved uh, almost encouraging commuters uh, to, to to use cars and park them in streets. Well, we want to move away from that and get to a position in which uh, commuters reach the station or reach the, uh, the city centre uh, using either public transport or bicycling. And that's, that's a currently live issue.
0: Okay. Now, uh, there's uh, a lot of these, uh, the, the measures that you talk about that, that hopefully will have other benefits as well. Can you just tell us about some of the other benefits that you hope that we'll get from these measures?
1: Well, I think uh, uh, streets which are less congested, Uh, are are certainly going to be more attractive places uh, in which to live. Uh, So uh, if, for example, the proposals I have put before the county council get accepted for uh, changing the shape of road junctions so that they're more uh, pedestrian and cycling friendly, uh, actually go ahead. That would be a a significant benefit, uh, again, in making it easier to, to, to walk, to work, to see friends and so forth. So it's it's ultimately potentially dozens of small measures all adding up to a place uh, where the car in particular is not seen as uh, an essential part of things. In the longer term, and I don't mean in years to come, I mean hopefully in a year or so, we're we're looking at what Watford are doing in terms of electric bike hire. Uh, A lot of people have a car because they need to use it occasionally. If they found that um, they could, Uh, hire an electric bike or charge an electric bike, then that car may uh, end up in a second-hand uh, car market and not be replaced. So that sort of thing uh, will gradually happen across the district.
0: OK. So um, where can we read about the sustainability strategy that you've been working on? And, you know, people will be very interested to be kept updated with things like electric car charging points or how they can join the proposed electric car club or, or if new trees are going to be planted near them. How do we find out more?
1: Uh, ultimately, the council's website should be carrying many of these things. So the uh, uh, strategy uh, is due to be published uh, seen a, a draft copy on the website uh, at, at any moment. It's it's uh, a living document, so ultimately uh, within a year it will be replaced by something more up to date. Uh, so look out for press statements from the Council, uh, and uh, the best way of doing that is to, is to look on the Council's website and you'll see a, a number of these initiatives uh, being announced, often week by week.
0: Okay. Chris White, thank you very much indeed. A pleasure. I was talking there to Councillor Chris White. Now, someone else who's hoping for big changes in the near future is Chris Allen, founder of the St Albans branch of the group Build Back Better, asking for a Green New Deal to help people and the environment following COVID. Last week, Chris and other members of St Albans Build Back Better delivered a letter outlining their demands to St Albans MP Daisy Cooper. I spoke to Chris about how the handover had gone, but first I wanted to know what he thought about the council's plans to tackle climate change and whether he welcomed their actions.
2: Uh, Yes, I do. Yeah, no, I think they're um, very much a step in the right direction. Uh, It's fantastic that they declared a climate emergency last year. um, But what's better is that they're actually taking steps to address that. Um, And I note that they also appointed somebody to oversee the strategies and make sure that they're actually implementing the things that they're they're laying out. And it looks like they've got uh, a large number of schemes to um, combat the climate crisis. So yeah, I really welcome those things.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Um, I imagine Chris Potter would be pleased to hear that. So, um, last week, you delivered a letter to Daisy Cooper, St. Albans MP, um, and you had a range of signatories. Can you just tell us um, who a few of them were?
2: Uh, yeah, we had a, a range of, um, of local organisations, businesses, um, and community groups. So, as well as obviously the organisers of Build Back Better, we had Friends of the Earth, Greenpeace, um, the local chapters, that is, uh, and UK Student Climate Net- Network as well. Um, but we also managed to get the support of the Bakers Food and Allied Workers Union at a national level as well, which was um, really great. Uh, and then in terms of the local businesses, um, things like Ye Old Fighting Cocks uh, and the White Lion as well, um, and then some regional Charities uh, like the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust, uh, and yeah, as I say, plenty of local businesses such as Ember Design,
0: yeah. Trade and Retail, Phase Out Plastic, and so on. Indeed. So, Chris, I mean, there's some of those names people won't be surprised to hear. But why did you get local pubs to support to support you? Sorry, I mean, presumably they're hoping for business as usual once this pandemic is over, rather than a big change. <laughs>
2: Yes, that's true.
0: Um, I mean, the idea
2: was to demonstrate the community support um, for the initiative and the support um, from all over the political spectrum and and all over um, the the community, really. Um, So we just wanted to show the the widespread support for the principles of the Build Back Better campaign and get as many signatures as we could to hopefully um, make this the biggest impact.
0: Okay. Um, So you, you took the letter to Daisy. What was
2: her reaction? Well, she hasn't. Um, typically, she's been very um, uh, neutral about it so far. You know, she has, has. She needs to read the letter and respond to it um, officially. Um, but she was very polite and very willing to come and take photos with us. Um, and I'm hoping from her previous record um, that she will be in support of this. But we'll just have to wait for a response. We only submitted the letter on Thursday. So um, I'm going to wait to hear back from her. Hopefully we should get yeah,
0: um, early days. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, we, we've we've seen that um, St. Albert District Council is, is definitely taking things quite seriously, certainly as far as the climate goes. Do you feel that the call for a Green New Deal is having much traction?
2: It's, it's still hard to say, I think. Um, hopefully, the impact of the Build Back Better campaign will be that MPs across the country start um, bringing this to the table in Parliament and trying to make it... Um, you know, put it up for debate. Um, but the moves by St Albans District Council is obviously fantastic, and I hope that um, councils across the country are doing the same thing. Um, I Obviously, I, I can't be sure about all of them. Um, there's still a long way to go, I think, in terms of getting the current government to implement the necessary strategies. Um, uh, I know this, there was some funding announced recently, for example, um, for environmental Um, strategies but it's probably not enough uh, and I would hope to see more Actions on this um, and more significant things promised and then delivered
0: um, within the next calendar year. Indeed. And so, as far as the Build Back Better campaign goes, do you know what you'll be doing next or are you just sort of uh, well, waiting to see? We'll wait for the response to,
2: um, from Daisy uh, and then we'll make sure that if she promises anything, we'll make sure to um, follow up on that and hold her to it, so to speak, which, as I say, hopefully she'll be um, supportive of. But I mean, I personally am going to take a break of a month or so um, just because. Uh, organizing this has been quite an undertaking for me but the build back better campaign was always intended as a sort of short-lived thing which is managed by the organization green new deal uk and i'm certain that they'll keep pushing for a green new deal until um until it has the hopefully the widespread support that it deserves um and we'll have to wait and see but possibly we'll, we'll convert the Build Back Better St. Oldman's campaign
0: into a Green New Deal group
2: and keep pushing Daisy Cooper to, um, or whoever the MP continues to be,
0: to support Green New Deal. Okay, well, if that's the case, we look forward to hearing more about that in the future. Chris, thank you very much indeed for joining me. And since I spoke to Chris, MP Daisy Cooper has sent back a substantial reply saying, I was pleased to read your action points in the letter and I share your views on many of them. I agree with you that the COVID-19 crisis has given us a great opportunity to reset our economy for the better and to develop a fairer, greener and more sustainable future. Amongst other things, she says that green strings should be attached to bailouts for any companies and particularly mentioned the aviation industry saying that they should be obliged to work towards a net zero future. Daisy said, if we do not cut all carbon emissions by 2045 to net zero, the global population is facing a catastrophic crisis, even more serious than the current COVID-19 crisis. And if you'd like to hear Chris Allen giving more details about what a Green New Deal would look like, then head to the podcast page of the Radio Verulam website, radioverulam.com, where you'll find a podcast of the programme in which I spoke to both Chris about starting the Build Back Better campaign in St Albans, and also to local woman Helen Furs and her enthusiastic sons about setting up the local Compassion in World farming group. Now, if you fancy doing something a little bit different to help the environment, local charity Sustainable St Albans is looking for new trustees. Um, They say the trustees' role is to keep Sustainable St Albans healthy, set future plans, manage the finances and ensure key processes are in place. Now, they're only a small charity with no permanent staff, so trustees are also quite hands-on, running events and getting involved with projects. All trustees need a passion for the environment but you may have relevant other skills as well and the trustees say um, that the existing trustees they admit um, are not a particularly diverse group and they would love to change this by recruiting new trustees with a wide range of backgrounds and perspectives Um, and you can find out more on the sustainable St Albans website. Now, a couple of exciting events for your diaries. There's another St. Albans sustainable market to look forward to. This time Sunday, the 25th of October, 11 till 4 in the St. Albans city centre. The August market uh, went down a treat and it's hoped that this one will be even better. There's going to be local food and drink stalls, ethical clothing, health and vitality products, renewable and green energy specialists, and of course, a whole bunch more. Everything is outside, risk assessed and running accord to COVID guidance good to hear. Another event coming up is Sustainable St Albans online eco home zoom event on Thursday the 29th of October at seven o'clock. They've got an expert panel and a Q&A. Local companies will offer practical advice on solar panels, solar thermal, heat pumps, passive house plus um, government green homes, grants and more. Um, to register go to the Sustainable St Albans website to find out more and to book your place. Now, it's always lovely to hear from you. Get in touch via Twitter at rv_environment. You'll find us on Facebook, or you can drop me a line on amanda at radioverulam.com if you've got a comment about today's show or any ideas that you would like me to cover. I'm going to be back at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.